Always remember, you ain't first, you're last. Hey y'all, this is MC, and you're listening to the If You Ain't First, You're Last podcast. How's your day today? You a big NASCAR fan? Well, you have come to the right place. Here's your host, Juggalo Trey and Tristan Shannon. Good afternoon, or evening, or morning, from the high coast to the low coast, to the east east coast, to the west coast. This is the If You Ain't First, Your Last podcast. We're back from a hiatus. I went. I was kidnapped, and I uh I had salmonella from Chipotle. That's what we're gonna say. That's how it went down. Anyways, uh. Lots to talk about today. Um, we missed a bunch of races. Richmond wasn't really worth talking about. Uh, Kyle Busch pretty much dominated the whole race. Or no, Brad dominated the race, and then Busch kind of snuck in, s- swooped in, and took it from him. But the next week was where things got way more, you know, hectic or crazy or freaking insane. Yeah, the Charlotte Roval. From the from the word go, everybody kind of knew this race was going to be unknown, but nobody thought it would be like this. Um, really, kind of gave breathed new life into the sport that had been suffering for a while. Ryan Blaney, the new fan favorite, sort of swo- swoops in, takes the victory from the spinning Jimmy Johnson and Martin Truex Jr. to advance to the next round. What did you take? What was your biggest takeaway from that race? I thought that was a great race. I thought it was the best uh, race of the season. Um, I'd have to really think about all the races before I could just deem that. I mean, the the finish, I want to say, was probably better than the Chicago Land finish, which I think would also be the best finish of the year. Yeah. So I'll give you that. Um, but I thought it was a great race. It, in a way. I was kind of disappointed that Ryan Blaney won. I mean, he did win a stage, but I kind of feel like in that moment, that was the 78th race. Or the 48th or race. The, I mean, yeah, the 48 too. It, just the 78 was, he was leading that whole last restart pretty much. And yeah. The 48, I mean, you can't blame Jimmy for being aggressive, but that was the 78th race. Let, let's go back about seven laps earlier. Brad Keselowski, Kyle Larson in a, in a great duel, but they're trying to save fuel. Ricky Stenhouse spins out like 12 times, and the caution comes out. Massive crash in the first corner, the heartburn turn, as they call it. You think if Brad doesn't go into the corner too hard and crash, or everybody behind him crashes, we have a different result? I think so. Um, and yet, I don't know if you've seen the replay, but Blaney is literally that close to hitting 18. Yeah. Um, Larson would have, had a, would have had a shot at it. Yeah, I thought that would have been his first win of the season. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. That crash was so weird. It's like no one thought independently in that moment. Yeah, everybody just, just like, followed the... Yeah. As they said, he followed... Uh, I think it was the crew chief of Matt Benedetto, who we'll get to in the uh, later part of the show. Big news on him today. Yes, sir. But uh, I think he said Brad Keselowski led the whole army off the cliff. That that's pretty accurate. That was on radioactive. Yeah, yeah, that was really accurate as to what happened. Um, Kozlowski just went into the corner almost like nobody was there, and everybody just followed him. Yeah, and I can't blame Kozlowski for it. I mean, everybody else is probably gonna wreck too. So it was just one of those deals. Heartburn turn for you. And yeah, I, I, you know, and I remember talking about before that race. I thought someone was gonna get seriously injured. Happy no one did. Yeah, that I that uh that's gonna be this week at Talladega. I, so, I think this week somebody gets seriously injured, or there's a higher probability there. Now, when those restrictor plates are going, I think that's when we might see a pretty big injury at Talladega. Or somebody's gonna fly through the catch fence. Yeah, that's that'll be that's that's another thing we got to talk about as well. Uh, we got so many things we can talk about. The Roval obviously being the number one topic of discussion all throughout most of the last week. Uh. 
Another thing that comes to mind, Pocono has been entertaining the uh, idea of maybe running a Roval-type race. And then Sonoma, they're uh, going back to how they used to run the races. Yep, that's true. Back down the hill. And you got to think, at some point next year, Watkins Glen will bring back the the boot. Yep. Yep. We will see the boot back again at some point. That'll be pretty sweet. Yeah, so it's kind of like the old NASCAR, like with all the the track formats and everything, but... Definitely going to be interesting to see. Isn't it weird how what everybody wanted is happening and yeah. everyone's like, wow, this is good? Yeah. It's weird how that works. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, um, now we'll kind of talk about the new package, I guess. Uh, it's, it is kind of exciting because, I mean, granted, the cars are going to be tremendously slower. But, you know, it's still not, they're not fucking on a Sunday drive out there. Right. They're still going like 170. Side by side, pretty much yeah. the whole race. That's pretty quick. So, I mean, I don't know if we'll see, I, I'm sure at some point we'll see cars get spread out and they'll find a way to figure it out. But I just don't understand how everybody can say, oh, well, I really like that truck race at Michigan with Moffitt and and solder and all those truck races at Vegas, but say, oh, I don't want this. Takes it out of the driver's hands. You know, it's just, it doesn't really make much sense to me. Yeah, and, and we probably won't see a domination between three, well, now four drivers like Yeah, that we've seen thus far in this season. I just wish they'd get rid of the, the stupid stages, you know, but that's not going to happen. I thought the stages weren't bad. Like, I, 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 there are times when you're like, man, don't stop this race, you know? Yeah. Like, but... They're, they're most of the time, like at Dover, that was a very boring race. Yeah, until the end. Until the end. Yep. But the stages kind of, you know, reset everything and yep. gave it the chance to pick up some excitement. But for the most part, yeah, Do- Dover was atrocious. Yep, Dover happened this week. Chase Elliott takes his second career victory, um, winning his first race at Watkins Glen, his second race here in Dover. I thought about this when it happened. Um, has there ever been a time when a driver has won their first career win and a championship in the same year? Because I don't remember if it has. Uh, in, in the Xfinity series, I know it's happened like twice. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's, that's, that's a question I wasn't prepared to answer. Yeah, me neither. So, I'd have to look it up on this computer I got yeah, over here. Um, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't tell you. No, I don't, I, I don't think. Yeah. You got to think Chase Elliott is the great white hope for the Chevrolet camp, though, this year. Yeah, uh, especially with how disappointing Larson has been. He, Barring a victory, he probably won't make it out of the round of 12. Yeah, um, quite the race for, for Chase Elliott. He was able to fend off his arch rival, Denny Hamlin. And they're cool now, I guess. I guess so. I mean, Denny Hamlin says he's good with everybody now. I'll believe that when I see it. Well, I mean, whenever, you ra- whenever you've raced 10,000 times, yeah, you, know, you, you, should, you should have He makes some enemies. <laughs> Yeah, um, so that happened. Uh, how, you got to feel for Eric Almarola though. Another race he had in the bag, and he gets fucked over by his teammate Clint Boyer. Yeah, um, you know Almarola. It's it's almost like he's got just a, a dark cloud hanging over him. I, the, the first one, fourth of the season, I thought Almarola would be a title favorite. Really? Um, over the summer, he was he kind of tailed off, but I, I'll give it to him in the chase that that ten teams picked it back up. I don't think it's over for him. Uh, I don't either. He's got a great chance at Talladega. I think he at least goes to the round of eight. Yeah, and he has a, he has a great chance to win next week. Yeah. This is the track he's always run well at. I always, like I say on all my sports map articles, every time we go to a restrictor plate track, I pick him to win. Spoiler alert, he's going to win this week. That's my pick. Um, but, so, But still read. Yeah, still. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I really think he has a, another driver this week. Now that we've kind of we've kind of on a express like uh, type of uh, you know. Yeah, we're kind of hopping back and forth. Yeah, stuff. we're kind of like streamlining our because there's so topic, much we can't really topics. Stay on one yeah, thing, you know? but uh, another driver I, I could see having a, a shot to win William Byron. He's got a pretty good crew chief for next year. next year. Yep, segue into that here in a little bit. But, uh, yeah, just got a feel for Eric Almarola. Yeah, um, obviously, that's, that his, his struggles, well, his eventual crash, lucky for him, took out 
much more competition than just himself. I mean, I, I want to say Almirola still finished the race with his with with his beat up car. Yeah, he I think so. To, he didn't have to park it. So yeah, he's uh, points wise, he's not as screwed as some of those other guys in the wreck. Like, I mean, Truex was out, but I think Truex will be fine. Yeah, um, barring a crash at Talladega. But yeah, um, Almirola probably is a pretty good pick as, as long as he survives the the Stenhouse terror that we're all. Yeah, true. Oh, my goodness. I forgot all about that. Yeah, Stenhouse is going to kill some hopes for some other guys. Yeah, uh, Ricky Stenhouse, obviously some news there with with that team, uh, acquiring a new driver next year, Ryan Newman. So maybe Ryan Newman will teach him not how to wreck everybody. Not kill anybody. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know how much help he could be, though, because he always gets in the way when he's a lap down. if If you're, say... A guy who's pretty secure onto the next round, like like the seventy eight. Yeah, like seventy eight. Like the four and the eighteen, we could almost lock in, right? Pretty much. Now the seventy eight. Are we at Talladega? Are you just hanging out in the back, just just forgetting about stage points and just thinking about survival? That or? would be what I'm doing. That's that's what I would do as well. I would do that in a heartbeat. And if it comes down to it at the end, where we got a shot to win it, then fuck it, let's go for it. Yeah. But like there's you can't win a race in the first lap, you know, that's right. the age old saying, but you can lose it in the first lap. And that would be my my guess. I'd just kinda hang in the back like Junior used to do. Junior used to, used Newman, to do that shit all the time. Newman does that a lot too. Yeah, Newman, Johnson, all of them. Edwards did that a bunch and uh it's proven to work. I mean but it also has its downsides as well. Uh, yeah, if that big wreck never comes. Yeah, I remember when Kyle Busch and that, and uh, when Kyle Busch was uh, trying to ride around in the back. I think it was the first year of the knockout uh, type of thing yeah, playoff. Still got, still got taken out. Yeah, and he got he got wrecked, and it cost him a chance at making the next round. And then the following year, his championship year, um, in, in twenty fifteen, that that race between. I want to say it was Logano and Dale Jr. and where Harvick like caused a crash. Yeah, Harvick on just decided to crash everybody. Yeah, and Kyle once again was hanging out in the bag. He didn't have hardly. I think he was tied with Junior, and if Junior would have won, Junior would have gotten you know to yeah. the next round. And so with Logano winning after Harvick just decided to cheat. Yeah, that's what helped. Kyle Nobody ever talks that. about that anymore. No, I, and I was at that race. Really? Yeah, I was at that race. I, whenever I saw, I, I saw the four just not go, and I was like, "What is wrong with him?" And then he just. I mean, and in in, in, a, in that situation though, a lot of people are like, "Oh well, I, I'm not real sure if I can blame him for it." But when Michael Waltrip Racing did that, they were like, "Ooh, take, kick oh, him out of NASCAR." Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, you can't really blame him. No, I can't blame either one of them. Yeah. I can't blame him. I can't blame Michael Waltrip, and I can't blame RCR when they did it in 2011. Yeah. You know? It's just part of the chase. If you, you want to eliminate that shit, get rid of the chase, and that ain't going to happen. But, uh, yeah, I mean, definitely back to the original point. <laughs> Hang around the back, survive, and go for the win when you got the chance at the end would be the ideal situation. What, what, are you, what are you thinking is the green light? You think it's the end of stage two? Or you think there's like a twenty to go? I'd say end of stage two is when you'd start getting going. Okay. Because if you lose the draft, you're more than you still get chances, but like you don't have that automatic caution. See, my whole thing is with that is that at the end of stage two, if if you decide that's your green light, like as soon as the stage ends, right, and everybody comes to pit road, you're you're back out. You're probably in the in the low thirties. If you get caught up in that big wreck after just deciding to give up your stage points already, doesn't that make it even worse? That that's a good point. Yeah, at some point you, you maybe consider like, okay, we're just gonna punt this race. We're not yeah. gonna, we're not even gonna try to win. We're just gonna survive. Or you could you could just do this. You could just be in front the whole race. And I mean, you can't guarantee that. Yeah, that's true too. But uh, I, if if I was driving, I mean. You just, if you're comfortably in, yeah, you just, like, go into Talladega and saying, let's just get through it, yeah. not wreck, and move on to the next round. Like, that makes a lot of sense. I, I think the four and the 18 are going to go hard because they're, they're pretty much locked in. Chase Elliott's going to go hard with the win now. Uh, we, um, the studio welcomes Bobby Beats to the, to the fray. Bobby Beats. What is that, a second annual 
camp something. It looks like it's for football. We're, we're investigating your camp shirt. That's all we were doing. Anyways, but yeah, like, uh, I think that, uh, it, it's just a race. You just go in and you just, like, at the end of the day, you just gotta kind of take it out with this. Yeah, just in, and however it ends, it, it ends, you yep. know? Yeah. And I mean, that's just how Talladega is. It's Talladega. Especially with the 17 on the track. Yeah. And, uh, and the, uh, and the 24. I will never stop slandering Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Yeah, I mean, he's good on short tracks and every I mean, he's better than what he is. Yeah. But he just when he gets to to the restrictor plate races, he just turns into a, a crazy person. Yeah, a damn madman. Yeah. <laughs> so, that'll be fun to watch Talladega, probably the most the most ex, like uh anticipated race aside from maybe Daytona or the Roval this year. Um any other thoughts? I mean, Honestly, Texas is getting close. Texas is getting close. We will try to find a way to record at Torchy's Tacos. At Torchy's, we're gonna have a lot of noise there. Yeah, we, more than likely. But uh, you want to try to hit up that Seven Eleven? That is being built. I don't think it'll be built this year, though. Oh crap! Um, there is a Bucky's right across yeah. the street. Yeah, that's that's where my alcohol purchase will be. Yeah, and uh, that's where I'll be purchasing a lot of those almonds. Like. Like the just almonds straight up. Yeah, those sugar coated almonds. Oh, okay. Yeah, those are great. Okay, I thought you were talking about just straight up almonds. I was like, bro, I couldn't eat those. Those are just almonds by themselves are awful. You don't like almonds? Not not as just an almond. You know hmm. what I'm saying? Like you're saying a sugar coated almond, but I'm saying like if you just crack open some almonds. You don't like just regular almonds? No, they they have zero taste in me. Peanuts over almonds any day. That's like. that's a fair take. I mean. Myself, I love almonds, especially when they're covered in chocolate. But you know, See, I, but you, you're not. But, but I could eat just plain almonds. Oh, I can't. To me, it just it literally it literally tastes like I'm eating cardboard. I just like the texture. You know, I like taking them, putting them in like my mouth, and just crunching them with my. T- okay, phrasing. We're gonna edit that out. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so yeah, Talladega talk. We get some almond talk in there. Speaking of almonds, oh, AJ Almondinger yeah. out of the forty-seven next year. Ryan Priest, Ryan man. Priest moving on up, and this just goes to show: if you bet on yourself, you can be successful. Yeah. Look uh, at Bobby Beats; he bet on himself, and every now, day. and now he's going to be the the program director here in twenty nineteen. He's going he's gonna to get his own radio station. Yeah, he's going to own a radio station one day that we're hopefully employed to. Yeah. Hopefully. But, yeah, you got to bet on yourself in life and anything, not just NASCAR, uh, radio, you know, uh, fucking stock brokers. Sure. Got to bet on them on themselves. Jerry Bow. Drug dealers. Yep. Jerry Bow bet on himself or bets on games. Yeah. Okay. And now he's got a radio show every Sunday. And now Ryan Priest gets a shot. In the in the marquee series in the forty seven car with a full, f- like a full load of sponsorship, Got about thirty five thousand sponsors. Yep, he'll get free Krogers, for probably. That's not bad. Uh, so good for Ryan Priest. Uh, where do you see him running next year? Um, honestly, probably similar to Almondinger. I don't think Almondinger is a horrible driver. I yeah, just think this year was a really bad contract year for him. I think so too. Um, but. I don't see him doing any better than maybe a twentieth to fifteenth place. Player. I really think he he ups you up like he ups you a spot. You know, he goes to maybe fourteenth. Okay, so he's an outside shot at the playoffs. I think he's a good driver. I really think JTD, JTG Doherty mm-hmm. Racing would benef- benefit greatly from a manufacturer's switch. I know they've switched manufacturers pretty much every year, but going back to like Toyota, yeah, or, or Ford maybe because Ford looks pretty good. Yeah, especially the uh, the Stuart Haas camp. Yeah, I don't see why they couldn't. You know. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. I don't know how contracts work with manufacturers. Yeah, me neither. But I mean, yeah, I, they could definitely benefit from. I mean, hell, I mean, this will never happen. But Roush Racing could benefit. From yeah, why don't they man. just pull pull together their resources? Roush Racing, JT. G- JTG Doherty mm-hmm. merge together their resources, and maybe they can get about ten or f- five to ten more spots. And then we get to see Ryan Newman and Ryan, Ryan Priest, Ricky Stenhouse, the three R's, and the Chris, four R's, Chris Busher. Yep, 
Chris, I forgot about that. And then all of them get in the playoffs. Yep. We're going to kick out Alex Bowman. Yep. <laughs> We're going to kick out. He doesn't have Knauss. Almirola. We're going to kick out Austin Dillon. Yep, all those guys. All right. So the other big story from last week, driver-wise, Daniel Hemrick gets the call up to the 31, which was pretty pretty, uh, pretty predictable. Do you know if Cat is staying on? Or I think so, yes. So no South Point involvement there? Yeah, there is, and I think there will be. I'm not real sure, but there is a sh- uh, outside shot that next year the 31 rebrands to the 8. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember they were talking to Junior about that. So be on the lookout for that. Is is uh is like is that something that Hembrick wanted or are they just like all right we're just gonna bring this bitch back? I think it might be a little bit of both. Okay. Um. So there there are your uh three, three or two or three big announcements. We'll talk some more about about Matt Matt De Benedetto getting his sort of promotion, and then the big story obviously today Chad Canals moving over to the twenty four car. Um. Kind of a radio tease there. We'll be back here in about two minutes. This is the If You Ain't First Your Last podcast. I'm Juggalo Trey. That's Tristan Shannon. He's Bobby Beats. He hasn't said anything, though. He, he I don't think he can because he uh, doesn't have the producer's mic on, but that's all right. He's got work to do. Uh, we'll be right back here in a few minutes. Hey, y'all. This is MC, and you're listening to the If You Ain't First Your Last podcast. How's your day today? You a big NASCAR fan? Well, you have come to the right place. Here's your host, Juggalo Trey and Tristan Shannon. Hey, we're back. Uh, If you missed the uh, first part of the conversation, I was about to say... uh, you know what? Never mind. We won't get into that. Uh, there was some Keyshawn Johnson talk. Yeah, so believe some it at Keyshawn that. Johnson talk. We got Bobby Beats over in there. Press and record. I guess that's producing. Yeah. He, you he, think? He, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, we, we need to start recording drops and stuff like that. Yeah. Do you think Bobby Beats puts this on his, like, invoices when, like, he, he like, puts his, uh, his uh, time in, like... Work. Seven to eight, produced if you ain't first your last podcast. I sure as hell would. I would too. Yeah, that's that's an honor. Yeah, I think I think it's up. He's you know I can already say he's already doing better than Andrew Carlson. You know, I, Andy slander will not be tolerated. Either. I know, but he messed up the last podcast. He did. He did. He, did, he, did. he he could take it. He's already got the good looks. And then he's he's getting trained by. Uh, by uh, by David. Oh yeah. If you knew that. Anyways, uh, good friend David. Um, he's not here. He was not here today, was he? Uh, I don't know. I just got here 15 minutes ago. But uh, yeah, shout out to our good friend David Garcia. Um, good guy. Doing the Lord's work. Um, praising Jake Marisnik. Yep, praising Jesus and Jake Marisnik, both Jays. That's right. So. We teased earlier some moves here in NASCAR. We got Matt Benedetto next year going to LV, LFR, or Levine Family Racing, if you want to elongate the, the whole name of the team. But on the surface, that doesn't look like it's a life-changing move. But what comes with it really is kind of the icing on the cake for the driver out of... Uh, I don't know where Matt DiBenedetto is. I can't even say his damn name. Benedetto. I don't know where. He's from, like, New York, right? Uh, I, thought would, it was, I thought it was more like a coastal state. Check it out. You would think he was from New York with a name like Benedetto. But uh, are, isn't he playing with Iowa or some shit? Like some, some yeah, yeah, that might be it. Matt Benedetto. But, uh... Friend of the podcast. Is he? No. Okay, I was about to say... He's from he... California. Oh. See, I was right the first time. Yeah, Coastal, Coastal State. State. Um, going to the 95 car next year with Joe Gibbs racing backing. Um, kind of will be the fifth car for Joe Gibbs. That'll be interesting. Uh, I was talking to you about this on the way in, is if that car takes a 78 route where it just immediately yeah. becomes an elite car. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's it's important to remember the 78, the year before, did go to the Final Four. Yeah. Um, so 
That'll definitely be what's different about the 78 and the 95. This Correct. is not a team that is in the Final Four. It's a team that can run good. Probably could have made the playoffs if Casey Kane didn't wreck. But um, They almost won Daytona. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Um, but not a team that is a championship contender. Oh, no way. And it, uh, At least a year one, this doesn't change it either. He, um, he could... He if I don't think I don't think he's gonna win a race next year. He might. I, I don't think he is, but if he can run consistently inside the top twenty, um, I, I they 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 have an outside shot at the playoffs. I, I know one thing: he'll sell a lot of t-shirts because I'm gonna buy one. Yeah, I think he'll win one next year. It, you shoot shoot his place out. I say he'll win at California. Wow. Yeah, that's definitely a spot where I wouldn't expect the ninety-five. I really that. think this is a this is going to be like, I really think Joe Gibbs still has a soft spot for Matt DiBenedetto, and I'll tell you why, because he did drive for him in the KNN Pro Series, and he did drive for him in select nationwide races back then. So I really think Joe Gibbs will eventually put Matt DiBenedetto in the in one of his cars. He's running out of cars. I mean, I know, the, the only one that you think would be open soon would be the Denny 11. Hamlin. Yeah. And I'm telling you, Hamlin's going to go to Hendrick. Replace Jimmy? Yeah. That would be that'd be a hell of a stopgap right yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I don't think he's a stopgap. I think he's your guy. And like to like to lead the charge to Hendrick? Yeah, okay. I think he's the heir apparent to Jimmy Johnson. He's a very old heir apparent. I, I don't, I think he's, it's like when you got rid of Joey Logano, and you put in Matt Kenseth. Right. That that worked out pretty well. Well, that was a little bit different. Uh, Matt Matt Kenseth didn't come in as the face of JGR. That is that. true, but I I think Denny Hamlin is the best guy you got in in that pool. If we're going for next year, yes. yeah, yeah. Also, another thing in the news, a little another kind of news and note. Um, Jimmy Johnson and his team apparently to have sponsorship. Rick Hendrick will announce it here in the next month. I heard rumors about Gatorade. I did too. I saw that that Reddit post, and I got really fucking mad because I thought it was announced that it was going to oh, be Gatorade. Okay, yeah. I was like, damn, that car looks dope. But it, it was like, dope. Gatorade could be the sponsor for next year. And I was like, fucking Reddit. Bunch yeah. of fucking dicks. Fake news. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I legitimately heard that it could be Gatorade. I wouldn't be surprised because they have been a big part of Jimmy's career. Yeah. yeah. So that's a, another big story. You know, who needs, you know who needs to come back? Kellogg's. Yeah. I need Kellogg's back. I want Kellogg's and Home Depot back. Yep, that'd be sweet. Yeah. Um, I want Winston back to sponsor a car. They don't have to sponsor the series I again. don't think that's legal. Why is that? Because I don't think you can have a tobacco advertisement. What about the the, the snuff? Like that was that. The... That's what I've been wondering. I mean, maybe they can, but I don't think cigarettes. That sucks. Because cigarettes, you have the whole secondhand smoke uh, and all that. So I never understood why Winston left when I was young. That was why. That's literally it. Yeah. Wow. Um, the thing is, every I, this is something I, I mentioned a few weeks ago on Twitter. I said, I want tobacco sponsorship back in NASCAR. It should be allowed. You're yeah. literally turning away money if you don't. Yeah, and I know the legality, but listen, people can make up their own damn minds of whether they're going to smoke or not. Survival of the fittest. Yeah. I want tobacco sponsorship. I want beer sponsorship. And you know what? Weed sponsorship. Weed sponsorship. Yeah. Yeah. And let's get cocaine. Sp- no, okay, that's yeah, pushing that's, it. Yeah. But weed sponsorship, why not? It's yeah. legal. And places, fuck it. Put yeah. put a dispensary on a car. I'm with that. I'm completely with that. It's it, it one day. It'll, yeah, I mean, didn't uh, who who had that car there that there was a weed dispensary? Carl Long, I yes, think. Yeah, and NASCAR made him take that sponsorship. We'll, off. we'll probably see him at Texas Motor Speedway. Yeah, and then we'll probably see David Starr with a Whataburger sponsorship. Yeah, I, I think Carl Long will probably come hang out with us. Talk, talk some NASCAR with yeah, him? Yeah, I think so. I think he'll be literally at the trailer at Texas Motor Speedway, he, where we're staying. Is he going to be at Torchies? Uh, no, I think he's literally coming. Th- he's he's done it, like, a bunch of times before. Oh, okay. He's always come and hang hung out with us. I think we'll get to talk to Carl Long about Sweet. that. So we'll definitely have a lot of stories for the post-Texas episode. But, um, but, a good one. but yeah, why not have tobacco sponsorship? 
Is it because of kids? I mean, look, it shouldn't be. If you really, if you really wanted to be pushy about this, you could, you could have, you could have the tobacco company sponsor a car, and you could literally put a rating on the NASCAR race, like a TV rating. Yeah, that'd be the only way that I think you could do this by satisfying both parties. Yeah, I, I think so too. I'll look it up. The legality: Can you sponsor? Have tobacco sponsors. I don't think you can. I mean, because I've seen that that uh, I forget which company it is, but that snuff on uh, on Sauter's car and on uh, Hemrick's car. Because whenever he goes to the Cup with the eight, he, that that's a sponsor. I think the reason it is because the secondhand smoke. Mm. I think that's why. But like I said, love to have Jack Daniels would be a good comeback too. Yeah, that would be awesome. Um, Nicorette. Right, I'm yeah, with it. Those yeah. old Nicorette cars. Didn't they, uh, they, they, they were with Gordon, weren't they? Yeah, they were yeah. with Casey Mears, too, I think. Mm. But, uh, yeah, definitely be something to look look into. Another big story. This is the biggest story. Okay. Easily. Probably of the year. Chad Knauss, Jimmy Johnson, Splitsville. Chad Knauss moving over to the 24 of William Byron. The replacement for Chad Knauss will be uh, Jeff Mandering, I believe. Some Mandering. I'll look up the name here. Okay. But that more than likely, uh, Jeff Mandering or something Mandering will be the crew chief for Jimmy Johnson. And on that note, another thing that I was talking to you about when we walked in was I just kind of feel like that means one of two things for Jimmy Johnson. That means either A, him and Knauss weren't cool anymore, they... They feel better if they were apart. Yeah. Or B, Jimmy's done. Yeah. I, and, and you think he at least gives it one more go. I, I, I think he's contractually op- obligated through 2020. Well, we've seen with athletes that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, that is true. Um, Here's a tweet by Jimmy Johnson, by the way. I'll read this to you verbatim. Okay. Chad and I have had an unimaginable success together, and I'm grateful for his friendship. I can't thank him enough for his dedication to success and the drive to win. And I'm looking forward to what the future holds for the entire Team Hendrick organization. Now that sounds pretty ominous. I will give you that. Yeah. I mean, that. why would he say he's looking forward to what the future holds for the entire Team Hendrick organization and not say I'm looking forward to our future as right. well as drivers? Right. I got that. Now that sounds like maybe he's leaning towards retiring. And, and Jimmy... Is um, and Jimmy's the guy is the type of guy that, kind of, to me, he's kind of like Brett Favre esque to where he once he goes away, he's going away. Like yeah, he, he won't yeah. be involved in anything. He'll just be gone. Yeah, Brett Favre esque. You know, yeah. the guy that came back three or four well, times. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whenever he's gone, he's he's out. Yeah, that's like, probably true too. Like he won't be on TV like Junior is. He won't take a team role like what like what Kenseth's about to do, or what Jamie McMurray might be doing right. as well. Right. Still trying to figure out who's going to be in the one car. By the way, that's a ride that's wide open. Yeah, that's that. It's uh, especially with the sponsorship. If, if McDonald's is staying on and uh, Cessna, that that's definitely a car that has sponsorship. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, but right now, I mean, what what's next? This this is this is uncharted water for Hendrix. I feel like or Hendrick. I feel like I mean obviously Byron's gonna get Canals. If it helps, see, I see. I don't know if this is if this is good for Byron. And I'm gonna tell you why. I was kind of thinking about this to myself. William Byron is a really calm, level-headed, quiet guy, right? Yeah. And and I'm not saying Chad Canals isn't, but we've heard Chad Canals and Jimmy Johnson kind of. Kevin Mandering is his name, by the way. Okay, we we we've heard we've heard them two kind of go at each other over the radio. Yeah. Least. Once once the race is over, everything's cool. I don't know if William Byron would respond well to how Chad Canals acts during a race. I wish he had. I wish he had. Uh, he was going to Bowman. I wish Bowman would get him. That would help out a lot. Yeah, I, I think I think aside from Casey Kane, Bowman's probably the closest one to being a star on that team. But yeah, just, he's just been he's just done it. Or Chase Elliott, obviously. Well, I didn't say Chase. Yeah, you said oh, aside from Casey Kane. No way. Yeah, I said Kane. I was like, Casey Kane hasn't been there in about. Excuse yep. me, I meant to say Chase Elliott. Happens. They are they are pretty similar 
and stature. But women love them both. Yep, that's kind of, Ryan Blaney's got a lot of the women demographic as well. Yeah, yeah, he does. Denny uh, Hamlin does too. Yeah, Denny Hamlin's not a bad looking dude. Denny Hamlin kind of reminds me of that dude that you play with on Xbox, like Call of Duty or fucking whatever game kids are playing nowadays. And oh, when nice. he loses, he throws his remote down and punches a wall. And says, I've done this 10,000 times and I've never lost. Yeah, and, and freaks out and says you're a, calls your, says he's banged your mom and all that. And Oh, Bobby thought we were talking to him. No, no, I'm just looking over at the, at the time. But, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's just going to be crazy, you know. It's, it's like so much uncertainty at Hendrix. You don't know what your sponsor is going to be. Sport, really. Yeah. And, I mean, Kevin Mandering, he, who's, I think, been there for Jimmy at some point. He's been, I think he's Byron's crew chief. Or, no, uh, he's Elliot Sadler's crew chief. Oh, and uh, JRM? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, he's been there with Jimmy before. At least he knows that. But, I mean, you got to really wonder. This is This has got to be... Better for Byron than anybody. Oh yeah, Byron. It's, it's like, it's like whenever a bad team gets a good coach. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying the 24 team was bad, but it's definitely next year with a year under the under the belt for Byron and Chad Canals coming along. You'd, you'd expect it to be better, and if it's not, there's something horribly wrong. Yeah, it'd be like if the Browns picked up Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, well, maybe, maybe John. I think Jim is better than John Harbaugh, obviously. I, I think Michigan would be would be a lot better if Jim Harbaugh was a good coach. Really? Yeah, Michigan sucks. I mean, they were okay at first, but it's just like in San they Francisco. They just never had a quarterback. He's run, he's run his course. This will be segment four talk. Okay, uh, Michigan we gotta, football. We got to table the football talk for segment four. I know we like to we like to bounce around, and that's easy to do when yeah. there's so much going on in the world. Right. But, uh, yeah, um, you just can't throw a hardball out there without me having a little bit of a rebuttal. Yeah, I know you're a big hardball guy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, it's just... Uh, and obviously another thing that you might want to look into here is what's next for everybody else at Hendrix? Do you, do we sw- do we see any... Is it status quo over there? Or? I, in terms of, like... Uh, obviously, Ives will still be... Or whoever the crew chief is for the nine. In, in terms of, like, just... Crew chief swapping, ride swapping. Or yeah. What I mean. Okay. I I don't see how anything else could change. I, I feel like I feel like they feel good with what they have in the '88 team. It's an it's a playoff team, or was, well, still is, but most likely won't be. Yeah. For too much longer. Yeah. Uh, they they got to feel good about that. The nine teams now becoming an elite team in in the ranks of of the sport. Um, yeah, and they're just trying to because obviously the the future they think, is a lot brighter in Byron than is in Bowman. I think that's pretty fair to say that's, that's, in most circles. That's a, that's, that's a pretty fair point. But then again, the, the checkbook might be a little bit fuller for Byron than it is Bowman. That's also, another thing. Also true. And there, so in that case, they're going to want to get him the best, the most help they can to, yeah. to help him, you know, be successful and continue to bring in that money. William Byron is basically Joey Logano 2.0. Yeah, that's 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 honestly a fair a fair point. I think Logano had a little bit better of a rookie year than yeah. Byron. But yeah, I I could definitely see him becoming a Logano-esque driver for sure. Yeah. So that's pretty much the big news of the day. Um is there hasn't really been anything else in NASCAR. We've pretty much gone over it. Um yeah. Still looking for drivers for the one and the 41. And now the 32. And now the 32. Here's something I thought of, and I don't know if it'll happen. I'm pretty sure it won't. Bobby Labonte's coming back. Wasn't quite what I was thinking, but that is an, uh, that is something that you that could be thrown around. But how about this? Cole Custer. Move him to the 32 for a year. Uh, That would be – I'd be okay with that. I think – it would definitely be a trial by fire there. Cause, yeah, uh, you're you're definitely um, definitely not going to be too competitive with him. Yeah, but you've seen kind of what he's done with the fifty one team. Yeah, he's shown spurts, and I really kind of like Cole Custer. I mean, a lot of people see him for what he is, what he what he is. He's kind of like Menard, but I think he's better. 
than what people give him credit for. At a, where did he qualify top ten? It was it Richmond? Richmond. Yeah, everyone thought he was going to finish top ten. I did too. I. It's just so hard whenever there's you know. Yeah, but you got to think if if they would have moved him into the forty one, they would have done it by now. Yeah, it, it it would definitely be a thing. I I, I think that's what they want to do, but it's also the thing of him maybe not being ready. Yeah, and you got to think at some point down the line he'll replace either Boyer or Whoever God forbid Kevin was. Harvick. I, I think I think Harvick's having a lot of fun. Yeah. I don't, I, don't, I think it'd be pretty hard to knock Harvick off while he's because these past 5 years for Harvick have been honestly his best. Yeah, I think so too. I don't think he's won more races than he has this year. Oh yeah. In his whole career. Yeah, no way. So Harvick is Probably the long shot, but Boyer, Boyer, you would think, is pretty much the guy he's going to take over for. Yeah. Uh, or Eric Almarola's money runs thin. Or or whoever's, or if the if say the forty one ends up being maybe uh, an older guy who's just on there for one year. Maybe maybe they say, okay, Kurt, we'll bring you back for one year, figure the stuff out. Yeah. You know, I don't we, see that happening. Well, no, but just a hypothetical. I know they tried to do that this year, mm-hmm. and they they probably thought Kurt was going to. Go off and lead and just ride off into the sunset, but uh, obviously that's not the case. Um, what I think might happen: what if, what if he goes to the ten, and they pick up all the sponsorship for the ten, and they move Amarola to the forty-one and just cut out the middleman? Why would they not just put him in the forty-one? I don't know. Or, or why would they? Why would they not just give him the? Is he? Does he just like like the number double zero? Maybe or I don't know. Maybe they just move just change the number yeah. forty one to double zero. They, maybe he goes to Starcom Racing. Oh. oh, that's right. I forgot they have the double. Yeah. Zero. Hey, yeah, yeah. Derek Cope, just take a seat, man. Yeah, he, he's got it. You'll Justin's never, you'll it. never, you'll never bring Derek Cope down. <laughs> he's he's gonna die in a race car. Yep. And uh, that's that. Uh, that was just something I was thinking of, like. I don't know if it makes much sense now, but I mean, you, you used to see that a lot back in the day, though. Landon Castle's going to the forty-one. That would be cool. I think he would be really good. Um, everybody says, you know, uh, if these drivers got a shot, well, here's their chance. But I don't see that happening. No, yeah, that's not unfortunately happen. for Castle. You know, what this all dates back to is the laziness of these team owners and their developmental programs. That never got off the ground because Landon Castle, developmental driver, David Gilliland, developmental driver. Uh, who else? Um, Reagan. Matt, yeah, David Reagan, Matt DiBenedetto, another developmental driver. Mm-hmm. Um, you got fucking Bain. Yeah, Bain. Where? Who knows where he's going? Off to his couch. Yeah, that I hate that for Trevor Bain. I, this, that that's run its course though. I mean, well, he he'll always have that Advocare money, so yeah. that could that could bring him somewhere. Ryan Truex, yeah, and he's doing okay. Yeah, he's 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 done better than I thought he would. But but I mean, they they these owners have had like eight hundred million driver or developmental developmental drivers, and none of them have panned out because I guess money or I don't know. See, well, this this is what you got to consider at the end of the day. There's now 40 cars at the top level of NASCAR. Right. right? You're not just going to kick out guys like Harvick, Kyle Busch, Denny Hamlin, you know, uh, Martin Truex. I mean, even though he kind of got kicked out, but he got kicked into another ride. Yeah. So those those guys aren't going anywhere. No. You know, those guys. Kyle Busch's, all those guys. Yeah, they, they have the money. They have the wins. They have the notoriety. They have the fans. They have all that. They're not going to go anywhere. And then you get to those guys Paul Menard will always have money for a sponsor. Yeah. You know, so he, he'll he stay. And that, Laney will probably be around for a while. Exactly. Chase Elliott. And so you have, that basically takes out roughly 50% of the of Yeah, the there's not could, enough, like, there's not enough opportunities. Exactly. And at, and at some point, there's going to be a younger guy who comes up who's better than your young guy. And you're like, okay, let's throw this older young guy to the curb. Develop, develop this younger guy who we think is better than the. I than think the that guy. might happen with Bowman. That's kind of so? been yeah. That's kind of been the the nature of the beast here. Bowman, we haven't really seen drivers leave teams for. Bowman kind of reminds me of like, uh, just hang with me, like like Tony Romo, right? 
Yeah, he was. I get it. He he kind of he was in the seven. You know, a bad team. Yep, and inexperienced. You know, didn't didn't really have any success. Junior's like, I like this kid. Yeah, gives him a chance. You know, develops him, develops him, and then eventually, Junior is basically your Drew Bledsoe. Right. Junior gets hurt. Bowman gets his chance, and he's ran, and he runs. Ex- exceptionally well. Yeah, and there's going to be bumps in the road. But I think he'll win a race at some point, though. He has to, yeah, for sure. It might be this weekend. I just, I just hate that people don't really see him as their, as a drive. Like he's kind of their forgotten driver, and I hate that. You know, it's it's not, it's because he's he's William Byron without any prior uh, fame. I yeah, guess. he's. A, I think he's better than William Byron. Yeah, but he's also had more time than. William yeah. Byron. So that next year, I I really not sure how we got here. Uh, screw it, man. We're but here. we filled time. Um, Bobby Beats, how much how much time do we have on? How much, how long have we been recording? Seventeen minutes. Twenty four. Okay, let's let's. Uh, William Byron minutes. Yeah, twenty four minutes or Jeff Gordon minutes yeah, or uh, Cecil Gordon minutes. Okay. So uh, let's uh, let's move on to the third segment here. Uh, we'll. Figure out what else we'll talk about. Maybe we'll talk some more. We'll preview Talladega. And uh, then we'll go on to our nonsense segment. This is the If You Ain't First, Your Last podcast. I'm Juggalo Trey. That's Tristan Shannon. He's Bobby Beats. Harrison is out there. Uh, Hector's out there, too. Big bangs on the TV. Yep, for some reason. And uh, we'll we'll be right back. Hey y'all, this is MC, and you're listening to the If You Ain't First, Your Last podcast. How's your day today? You a big NASCAR fan? Well, you have come to the right place. Here's your host, Juggalo Trey and Tristan Shannon. We are back to the If You Ain't First, Your Last podcast. I'm Tristan Shannon. I know you're not used to me bringing us back, but... And we're gonna that's gonna be that's gonna be kind of a new role for you. I get I get a third segment. No, from now on you just uh, bring just, back I, everything. I'm always bringing us back. Yeah, okay, cool. Well, you 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 be in the one chair, as Jason Braddock told me. Sweet. He was all like, "Well, well listen, we'll get you in the one chair. We'll get you in the two chair." Well, it, he was explaining all that to me. You should tell him about about our our little our little dealy down here. The, oh yeah. Um. So, I don't know if you've heard this, but our other podcast. That we kind of mooch off of. They're kind of our Joe Gibbs racing. We're right, kind of. We're, we're the Levine family yeah. racing. Uh, that podcast has now brokered a deal to uh, be on the Houston Premiums Network. That's pretty sweet, man. So, for you. too hot to handle, too cold to hold. We'll have a new home. That's awesome, bro. And uh, we'll see how that works out. Hopefully, the, uh, the, the, the satellite team gets to come along with them at some point. At, yeah, at some point, you would figure. Um, but right now we're doing pretty good here, I think. Just gotta hype us up. We got we gotta get we gotta get more listeners. You know, partially that's on me. I gotta spread the word more. Gotta well, we gotta post everywhere. You can only go so far. I feel like we'd have a chance. You know, you're you're into Reddit a lot, right? Yeah. I want you to put for this podcast. I want you to put the links of our show in, in Reddit from now on. Yeah. Because I really feel like in Reddit we could get a lot of a lot of looks. I know the NASCAR on Reddit crew are really, really, really like. Uh, like no self promotion. Yeah, they like really that. hate that shit. Mm-hmm. And all the groups I go on, they really hate that shit too. That's kind of why I've avoided that. that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that that could be something I look at. I, th- I think it'd be the best way to get some eyeballs, unless we like go to Junior and be like, "Hey, man, we got this podcast. Let's merge." Yeah, like, <laughs> let's merge your mo. podcast yeah. with our podcast. Yeah. We can be like your lead-in guys. That might be where we have to go, Charlotte. Hey, let's do it, man. I mean. We're, Me, we're gonna bring Bobby with us. Yep, Bobby Beats is coming with us to Charlotte. Yep, uh, we're all—he's uh, not even looking up at this point. Oh, he—he's he, looking. Now. We'll let him know here at the end uh, when the show is over. For sure. Uh, but yeah, that—I mean—that's kind of the way we got. That's if we go to Charlotte, we're definitely we're kind of, you know, around people that are big into NASCAR. Yeah, and uh, that's that, pass out flyers on the street. Yeah. That could work. We should have, you know, we and we're all the way off topic again. But you know what we should have done? We should have made like shirts and gotten stickers ahead of time before the Texas race. 
We could still probably do it. Dude, let's make some shirts, bro. I don't know how how to make shirts, but there's like websites. Yeah, or we could make stickers. Yeah, do you know how to make stickers? Uh, not particularly. I I'd probably know better about a shirt than a sticker. Yeah, um, I might might be some decal shops I can go to, and we can just fucking put them all over the place. Yeah, man. But yeah, uh, that's that. Definitely, no idea is a bad idea. That's right. But uh, Talladega, Talladega this week coming up. Um, of course, the big wild card race of the playoffs now. Apparently, aside from the Roval, yeah, which was still that's what by, I was about to say. Which was still won by a playoff guy. Um, but Talladega, probably your biggest chance to have a guy who isn't in the playoffs to win a race. Um, I guess of non-playoff drivers, who who are your favorites? To I, win? All right, so first things first, I'm going to say William Byron, okay. I think, has a really good shot. Another driver, uh, I guess, if you want to say not not in this round, mm-hmm. uh, Denny Hamlin. Um, and here's a wild card for you. Okay. Not really a wild card, but uh, Michael McDowell. Okay, yeah, that's, that's definitely a solid pick. Uh, and David Reagan, both. One of those front row cars could probably end up winning this race. Oh, for sure. Uh, here's an even bigger wild card. Whoever the fuck's in the 97 car. I don't even know that was a 97 car this week. Yeah. Uh, Ubaka, I think is the name of the the team. You you tripped me, bro. They're back. Ubaka Racing is back. Ubaka. Yep, the 97 car. They don't have a driver, but... It's you, man. No shit. Yeah, man. You gotta gotta get to Dega right now. I'm hearing that more than likely... It very well could be Gray Golding. That would be something that wouldn't and shock me. He's a favorite of yours to win. No, okay. not even a well, little I bit. I thought you said who the fucks in the '97 could win. Yeah, uh, but uh, I, I, oh, Golding. are you saying a favorite to win? Yeah, I thought you said that was one of my personal favorites. No, I'm saying like a favorite to win the race. No, uh, yeah, he could probably win it um, if 37 cars crash decide to go home. But yeah, Obaka Racing is back. Um, another driver that they they made a start at the uh, Roval, I think, and Tanner Berryhill drove for him. Wow, that I was tripped up on that one. I gotta tell you, that's a name we haven't heard in a while. That's that's a name I honestly don't think I've ever, I've ever heard. Yeah, that is true. Um, so yeah, uh, but yeah, Michael McDowell I think is due to win a race at some point, mm-hmm. and Matt De Benedetto. He could very well be up there. Yeah, that I, I don't. I don't think. I don't think road course. I mean, uh, super speedway racing is really his uh, forte. <laughs> he always just wrecks. Yeah, he always ends up in something. How about Bubba Wallace? My yeah. See, my guys were gonna be Stenhouse, Bubba, and Regan Smith. Man, I really want to see Bubba Wallace win. That'd be cool. That'd be cool for him to win in, in Talladega too. Yeah, He's got uh, a lot of home fans there. Yeah, he is from Mobile. Yep. Uh, also, before we go any further, thoughts and. Uh, Twitter thoughts and prayers, or real-life thoughts and prayers to all those affected by Hurricane Michael. Yes. Um, I know thoughts and prayers are really shitty, annoying and yeah. and dumb and, and like, oh, we really care. not going to help anything. Yeah. But um, just, you know, we're, we're, we're thinking of you, people in the Florida panhandle. Yeah, that's uh, it's really a hurricane that kind of snuck up on him. Yeah, know? I mean... And one that wasn't even supposed to be a hurricane, and now it's this deadly storm. Fucking Category 4. Out of nowhere. Yeah. It's because the Gulf of Mexico's got that hot-ass water. Yeah, that is it, true. You know? But, but yeah, I mean, it's just... Uh, we'd love to see Bubba win. Yeah, of course. Um, And that those are pretty much your, your big guys. Uh, I don't think Derek Cope has entered in this race. That's unfortunate. I, I, Derek Cope would definitely have a, a good shot of winning. How about Jeffrey Earnhardt? Is he in it? Let me look at the entry list. Oh, right quick. But yeah, I guess uh, while you're looking at that, I'll, I'll go over some guys who I, I think have a more likely chance of winning. Um, the great name for this race, by the way, the Thousand Bulbs Five Hundred. You know, if the check clears, who gives a shit, right? Yeah, I. I mean, wouldn't I it be funnier if it was the Five Hundred Bulbs One Thousand? That'd be a lot cooler. Yeah, thousand miles around yeah. Talladega. That would there'd be a lot less cars finishing that race. Who survives? But uh, I miss the days of the EA Sports 500. Yeah, Those or the uh, the Amp Energy 400. Yep. Those or the, the Amp Energy 500. 
41 teams entered, so that's... Someone's going home. Yep, somebody is not going to make the field. It might be your, uh, your 97 squad there. So, no, it will not be Derek Cope in the double zero car this, this week. Is it landed? Yeah, uh, no, it is Joey Gase. That's too bad. With his crew chief, Rick Bourgeoisie. That's not really his name. It's like Bergois or whatever, but I just call him that. So, uh, but yeah, that's those are the guys. Brennan Gons in this race too. Oh, that's that. That's another outside threat to win. Yeah, I think he's driving for Beard Motorsports. That's pretty sweet. With yep, that's what it says here. And Obaka Racing still yet to announce a driver. You know, you know, I can't believe you didn't announce or not announce, but. Take a guess at who's an outside guy who could win the race. Is that Ty Dillon? Yeah. Why not Ty Dillon? Why not? Throw him up there. He was having such a great day at Michigan. I really thought he was going to win that race. If only everybody else would just park their car for about four laps. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows what would have happened? But, yeah, Ty Dillon and his uh, Germain racing team. Um, I think Ross Chastain is in this race announcing another announcement. Ross Chastain will be back in the 15 car next year. Sweet. Huge. Yeah, definite definite championship contender. Yeah. But but, uh, just real quick, just some guys who are in the playoffs who you think have a chance of winning this race. Well, you got your usual suspects. You could see Joey Logano. Not your usual suspects you hear from one to four. Right. But you could see Joey Logano probably win one. Brad K. Brad K. obviously, he's one of the better players. Restrictor plate track drivers in the world. Chase going back to back. Um, yeah, it could happen. I'd love to see it. Um, I don't really know if it will, but it could happen. That place would erupt if he won. Yeah, it would be like Junior won again. Mm-hmm. I wish I was there, but you know, Texas uh, though. Yeah, uh, we could see. I don't, I don't think Bo- Bowman. Bowman, he's he's probably an outside shot guy. Yeah, he's had good runs. Here's a guy though. Uh, all right, Another Madden. Yeah, thank you. Another non-playoff guy I think really has a good shot. Jimmy? How about Jamie McMurray? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, I just saw that. Like, he's got the Cessna colors this week. Um, Going to take off like a jet? Last time he won at Talladega, guess what car he was driving? Cessna? Cessna. Sweet. Who knows? Nice. Jamie McMurray. He's in the car. Could man. be his final win. Remember the last... Three or four times he won at Talladega, and we all thought it'd be his last win then. Well, it seems like the older guys get that final win, you know? Yep, Dale Jarrett. uh, Stewart did. Stewart. Kenseth. Yep. Um, Even though he kind of came back. I thought we were talking about about Talladega. Oh, I I was talking about, like, in general. We won't see Tony Stewart or... At Talladega this weekend at any... I don't think we'll see Dale Jarrett either. No, and I... But uh, we well, we will see Trevor Bain. That's another guy. That's that, another outside shot guy. I'm yeah. really just kind of going down the entry list. Well, just, really, anybody could win, but there's yeah. a guy so you feel a lot better about yeah. it. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, it's going to be crazy. I think at some point we're going to see a big wreck, but it won't come as early as you think. I think it'll come around the end, and I think... That might be what a car that wins will have damage. Oh yeah, uh, the, the way the way the super speedway race has been trending lately, especially Daytona. Yeah, that's it's almost a given that you get that. Um, so the one thing I always like about Talladega weekend is the truck race before, and that's that's something we haven't talked about the lower series. Mm-hmm. We will see the trucks race this week. It's the cutoff race, isn't it? Yep. Yep. Who do you got winning the truck race? Oh man, that's see, and that's another wild card thing. It's and the trucks, it's it's really hard in the, for them because pretty much there's no outside shot guys, you know. Yeah, for the most part, so you're really just dealing with the playoff eight. I really think uh, Parker Kligerman. He could do it. Yeah, he sure. did it last year. That is true. That is very true. Um, yeah, is there any is there any uh, guest appearances in that truck race that could maybe swoop in and take it? I'm trying to find the entry list here. Um, not that I know of, though. Well, I guess just off of the off of the guys. So Sodder, obviously. That's a pretty safe pick. Team, uh, the t- the team New York Fire Department is back. Oh, sweet. In the truck series. That's sweet. Nothing more American than that. New uh, York Fire Department. Yeah, the the FNDY truck series that's, team. That's right, brother. They're back. I think Clay Greenfield will be in the please stand 
truck again. Oh, sweet. The hashtag please stand truck. That's such a good look for us. Yeah, I mean, really and truly. Yeah. I dare, I'm surprised Ted Cruz isn't going to sponsor one of the fucking cars at Texas. Uh, well, yeah, that is right before Election Day. Yeah. That would be smart. It, yeah, you would... And it's happened so many times. I know. Didn't didn't Trump sponsor a truck for uh for uh? Yeah, and he sponsored a cup car too. He sponsored a cup car for Reed Sorensen. Remember? Wow. I don't. I didn't remember that. I remember he sponsored a truck. I want to say it was what, like Wendell Chavis or something. Yeah, I, I think it, he's gonna be gone. Yeah, he's he's gone. Rest in peace, Wendell Chavis. Yep. I heard he was named after the great Wendell Scott. Oh, that's pretty sweet. Wendell Scott, as you know, the uh, first African American driver to win a race, Hall of Famer. Goat. Yep. And uh but yeah, I, I I think I'm surprised we haven't seen that yet. Yeah, I I'm sure we will. I mean I'm sure that I mean Ted Cruz can't really sponsor a car at any other track besides Texas. Yep. I, I think uh I think the reason we haven't heard anything though is because Ted Cruz likes to work in silence. You know, that's how he got all committed all those murders. The Zodiac killer. Yep. Did you hear about that, Bobby Beats? Ted Cruz being the Zodiac killer? Crazy, isn't it? Bobby's just like, I'm trying to do my damn work. And this is the person we want to put in office. So you're, you're, you're a Beto guy? Um, by default. Okay. I mean, I can relate to that dude a whole lot more. Yeah. That'll be something we, again, that'll be something segment four kind of talk. You know, we kind of want to keep it NASCAR here for these. Uh, for the hardcore fans. Yeah. But yeah, um, I mean, honestly, just. In the truck series, who knows? I, I mean, I, I just fuck it. I'll roll. I'll roll with Freeson. Yeah, I'm gonna go Wendell Chavis. Just an ex- exciting week. Talladega always brings out the best in us. Yeah. It's like Christmas for NASCAR fans. It's like Christmas for NASCAR fans. And um, Jose is Jose now. Partida's here. Maybe he can come in for us for a second. Talk some soccer. Yeah, you want to come in, Jose? Oh, he said one second. Uh, could you turn and on then, Jose's and, mic, and Bobby? Hector's Beats? here too. Hector's here. He can come in as well. Oh, uh, he just put up a one. Is that one second as well? Or yeah, just... looks like we're gonna have a four-man booth or maybe here. Maybe he's just calling us number one. Yeah, that could. Or maybe be. he's picking McMurray. Anyways, uh, we got the next segment here. How long have we been going, Bobby Beats? Oh, we're probably hitting fifteen. Fifteen. That's probably a good. Yeah, let's 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 cut this one short, and then we'll go. We'll go a little bit longer here in the uh, fourth segment. This is the If You Ain't First, Your Last podcast. Maybe we'll have some guests. Maybe we won't. We'll be right back. 